And we are live. Welcome to the Two Guys in a Bed podcast, the official podcast of where reality becomes fantasy. It's Thursday, August 30th, 2018. Thanks for tuning in. we got a pretty sweet show for you lined up tonight. We're going to do some post-draft analysis. We had the draft this past Saturday night. So we're going to take a look at some winners, some losers. We're going to look at who has some big reaches in the draft. We're going to have some uh, predictions. We're going to put some predictions up in the stall. Um, before we do all that, we need to talk about our new sponsor. We have a new sponsor on the podcast with us tonight. We have Dogwood Dental. They're running a $100 new patient special, which includes a comprehensive tooth and gum exam, a TMJ and airway analysis, oral cancer screening, bite wing and panoramic x-rays. X-rays are included. It's a $300 value and you can get it now for only $100 as a new patient special. So give them a call at 910-944-5600 or look them up at www.dogwooddental.net. If you didn't know, that is our uh, Kevin Patel. Dr. Kevin Patel and his wife, Sheena, own that practice. So go check them out and tell them that two guys in the bed sent you. All right. So um, unfortunately, Callahan cannot be with us tonight. He is under the weather. But we have one of the best fill-ins. That, uh, we spent all of our budget on him, uh, $0, to bring in. Nick and Trilly. Carson, when's the bed? Are you there? Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, don't don't bother mentioning the fact that I almost have as many titles <laughs> than you. So don't, Keyword, don't mention that. Keep keep sleeping me. I'm coming for that number three, I'm telling you. Keyword is almost, almost. Still still have the uh, the three titles, so don't forget that. All right. Thanks, Nick. Last-minute thing, so I appreciate you being flexible and hopping on with us. So let's go ahead and jump right in at looking at the draft. Um, first off, we had some predictions on the, li- the last podcast. Uh, let's look at take a look at whether or not they come true. Um, Dale actually only got skipped one time. He got buzzed a few times, um, but he only actually got skipped over once. Uh, so nice job, Dale, for kind of keep it moving along. Kind of let everybody down. Didn't bring any Twizzlers. No family bag of Twizzlers. I know Callahan was really disappointed in that. And uh, so, Chris, make sure next year bring the Twizzlers. And uh, Nick, nobody traded with you, man. What's up with that? Yeah, I threw I threw some things out there. Um, trying to move back, trying to move up. Pretty much every every direction I can go. Um, but nobody nobody bit, man. Nobody bit. That's all right though. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, it seems like as the years go on, people in our league get harder and harder to dra- to trade with. I don't know what it is, uh, but they're super conservative with uh, with the trade. So don't forget, if you don't make a trade of a positional player, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, or tight end, you must forfeit a keeper the following year. So keep that in mind, boys and girls. All right, so um, who let's, – let's, let's first off start with who do we think – my pick – I think it was those little kids out in Honduras who uh, drafted for Ryan. I know for a fact that Ryan could not have picked these players on his own. He has got some kids out there in Honduras doing some research for him, and he had some pretty solid picks. DeAndre Hopkins and Christian McCaffrey are two studs to to start their team. you got Doug Baldwin, who's looking iffy week one as his third-round pick, but still, um, if he's there, he's a dependable top 12 wide receiver. Um, Derek, Derek Henry and Ronald Jones, who are going to carry the Rocks and their respective teams. And then Pierre Garçon. I feel, feel like Pierre Garçon, some people like a uh, good one out there in San Francisco, but the offense is going to be chucking the ball a ton. And then Jordy Nelson, 
He's going to be coming back from his torn ACL. Um, he's on a new team out there in Oakland uh, with Chucky, but I think that's a great pick there. So I think Ryan, he would be one of my winners. Uh, Nick, off the top of your head, who do you feel like is one of the winners from our draft? Uh yeah, I think um, I think Kevin actually came in pretty strong. I uh, let me pull his team up here real quick. Yeah, he uh, went with. It's a little bit surprising. I mean, he he ended up with Fournette, Ty, Tyreek Hill, Trey Burton, Chris Hogan. I mean, receiver. You I mean check that box for sure? He's got Sanders on the bench. Um, receivers really good. Running backs serviceable. But I got to tell you, I don't know about the Des Bryant pick. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to bring that up later. I feel like we can go ahead and talk about that now. I feel like that was one of the biggest reaches in the draft. He, uh, he, he jumped up there and picked Des Bryant with the 74th overall pick, which is 34 spots ahead of his ADP of 108. Even though he's not even on a team yet, um, the Browns have looked at him and they didn't sign him, even though um, you know Josh Gordon is a question mark out there. Yeah, I've seen lately where uh, Des he he feels he feels confident that he's going to be on a team. He just thinks it might be later on in the season. Um, so yeah, that what was a pretty big gamble taking Des Bryant in round seven. So we'll see if that pays off. But I'm, I agree with you, man. I really do like um, the Emmanuel Sanders pick. Uh, I feel like a lot of people are sleeping on Emmanuel Sanders. So with a, a new quarterback out there, I feel like he could. He could really bounce back. Chris Hogan, good Lord, in the round nine, that is such a steal. He is going to be uh, – this is going to be his breakout season, I feel like, in New England. So, so Clint, do you do you feel the little uh, the little tingle, the little butterflies fluttering in your stomach here? I, mean, I feel like this is the second year in a row. You, you, might, you might have a little crush on Kevin's team again. Uh, Nick, all right, say it one more time. You might have a little crush on Kevin's team again. Oh, yes. Yeah, well, I mean, I can't help it. I just keep finding my way back to him. He's, I just can't quit him, you know? It, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's that dark complexion. I'm not sure, but I just keep coming back. I can't. I want to taste that taste of that Indian lifestyle, I guess. I'm not sure. I don't know. But, yeah, I, I, I think he's got a solid squad. I mean, we'll see how it turns out. But. We'll see. All right. Any any other winners? Are we ready, ready to move on to some losers? Uh <laughs> I, I do gotta say one thing about Ryan's team. I yeah. I don't know if you're hitting the mark there. I mean, <clears throat> Baldwin. I mean, he's come out and said that he 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 may never feel 100 percent again. Mm-hmm. He's playing at about 80 85 percent. I mean, if you look at the bench, <clears throat> I'm not I'm not quite seeing it. But um, I guess time will tell. There's there's only one way to go for him, right? Up. Uh, that's right, and that's what I was going to say. I feel like, you know, f- for Ryan staying in the draft, you know, even though he may not actually win too many games, I feel like he is uh, trending up. So maybe I, he just needs yeah. to stay down there in Honduras. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. <laughs> well, uh, looking at the guy who drafted right beside of him, I think uh, your buddy Tim, my preseason pick to win it all through for me in the draft. I think he set his, his season up really nicely, set his team up nicely. Keenan Allen, I love that pick in the second round. I think he is going to be a stud this season. Um, he's got he kept Jarrett McKinnon. He's going to be nice out there in San Francisco. He put Dalvin Cook along with him. Um, I think Chris Thompson is going to be the best running back to take in Miami. Um, Golden Tate, all he does is put up solid, consistent points. He has a very high floor. 
Um, he's going to be a consistent guy. And then the only hiccup in his entire draft, I feel like, was Devontae Parker. I think that was another one of the reaches that we had. Um, I feel like he, he missed he missed on that wide receiver out in Miami. Um, but other than that, I think he had a pretty solid draft. Awesome. Top to bottom. I mean, even if Wentz doesn't start week one, he's got Goff sitting right there. That's and then right. you got Ajay. He picked up Clement. I think he's covered himself in case of any major injuries, which is really important. That's right. And uh, some some solid drafts. I think Dell had a pretty solid draft. He has Zeke and Melvin Gordon, which could be, um, you know, compared to, compared to you, you and Dell best starting tandem um, at running back. You have Le'Veon and Alvin Kamara. Um, so I think Dell did a good job. Um, he got Mike Evans and Jarvis Landry. I think those guys are going to be really solid wide receivers for him too. Um, I think Dell did a really good job. Um, Steve, Steve had some pretty good picks too. I, I don't think he necessarily won the draft, but he didn't lose the draft. Uh, with Jordan Howard in the second round, I think he's going to have plenty of touches out there in Chicago. Amari Cooper is going to have a bounce back season with uh, a new coach out there in Oakland. Marquise Goodwin, he's the, he's the guy. It's either him or Pierre Garçon. I've heard people go back and forth on which wide receiver to draft, but I really think Goodwin was the one to pick. I really like his pick of Marquis Goodwin in the fourth round. Yeah, I agree. I agree completely. And I think this year was a big year to go running back, running back. I mean, the, the receivers, man, there's the elite eight to ten debatable. But then after that, there's like 40 dudes who's going to put up like two. Right. Right. Running, right. running back was real important this year. Yeah, I agree. You could have got – I mean, there were some steals later on in the draft at wide receiver. Yeah. Stills? Stills? Speaking of which, Kenny Stills, oh, gosh, I, I love him, man. So um, I think he's going to be the best wide receiver in Miami, hands down. Um, and I got him in the ninth round. So I think I'm going to get solid production out of that ninth round pick. Let's talk about some losers, Nick. Off the top of your head, who, who lost our draft? Who did not do themselves any favors? Who should have just stayed at home and maybe did auto pick? Uh, who lost the draft? <clears throat> you know, it, it it doesn't feel right because they're, you know, wearing that sacred belt. But, my God, Tyler's team is atrocious. <laughs> it, it is horrible. Tell us how you really feel. Garyon Johnson, RB2, are you kidding me? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I, I agree with you, man. I, and I feel like he, he took – Sammy wide receiver number two when he could have kept Tyreek Hill even later. Ugh. Who's going to be the better wide receiver out there? I'm getting real uncomfortable just looking at his team. I mean, he, <laughs> he took Matt Ryan late, and that was probably his best pick. Yeah, his 15th round pick. That's when he actually started turning it on. Round 15. Oh, wait, my team is shit. I better get a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, all right. So speaking of which, all right, I've got a pop quiz for you, Nick. All right. So I did some research, and I, I, I agree. I feel like Tyler had a pretty shitty draft, and one of the reasons why is because I feel like he forgot the tight end position. Um, he did not draft a tight end until round 14 at Mike. I mean, here's the quiz for you, Nick. I went to fantasyfootballcalculator.com, and they take over a three-day period, there was over 1,100 drafts that they um, analyzed. 
And not only do they look at like the average draft position of every player, but they also look at how many times a player was drafted during that span. So here's your pop quiz, Nick. In over 1,100 drafts, how many times was Mike Jasicki drafted? All right. Well, I got a, a two-part answer here. My, my first gut tells me, well, hell, I mean, you got to think at least Dolphins fans are going to take them, right? So. Yeah. One out of 30 in, in 1,100, that's roughly 36 or so. So you got to think at least 36. My gut tells me more than Dolphins fans are going to take them, right? So maybe 50, maybe 50. Mm. At minimum 36. <laughs> 22. Ooh. 22 times he drafted in over 1,100 drafts. And our champion, our defending champion <laughs> – takes him as his number one tight end so yeah i I feel the same way you do i think tyler really sucked it up and uh we're gonna have to take that uh vip letterman jacket take it off of him man you better enjoy that belt now because that shit is not coming home (laughs) (laughs) i agree i agree um, yeah, and, and so another loser, I think uh, you got to look at TJ. Uh, man, I, I like having TJ in the league because he's, he's dependable. You know, he's somewhat active, but he's a football. He took LaShawn McCoy as his RB1, um, and then he jumped and went on Cleveland, taking <laughs> Carlos Hyde and Nick Chubb with his next two running backs. And he followed that up with Giovanni Bernard. Um, so his running backs, heck, um, he does, he did have Devontae Adams as a keeper in round six, which is pretty solid. So his wide receivers with Julio Jones and Devontae Adams, they're pretty solid, but he did not do well at running back. Yeah. Um, arguably top, you know, pretty good wide receiver core, but tight ends are really good too. I, I think a lot of people are sleeping on Jack Doyle this year. Um, gets a healthy Andrew Luck back, and he did. He had put up some pretty good numbers when Luck was there, and then continued it last season, and also got paid. So right. I, don't, right. I don't really care about. I think it's Ebron who went there. Doyle is going to be definitely starter level, and um, you know the thing with Tej is there's times I feel that he kind of drifts at the draft. Like he's not really into it a little bit. Maybe he's thinking about Cleveland and maybe hard knocks and hoping that they're going to be good once again. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I hope I hope he turns it around here. Yeah, well, I hope I play TJ four times this year. I know it's not going to happen, but <laughs> I, he's, he's, he's going to be at the bottom of the barrel once again. And um, speaking of which, let's, let's talk about one more loser, if you don't mind. Um, he could he he could be on the show uh, biggest loser uh, because he is a little overweight, <laughs> but but I think I think Chris uh, he he didn't do a really good job Saturday night either. The I guess he was worried about the time too much, keeping up with uh, how much time people have to draft. And and shout out to Chris for doing that. Thanks, bud. But um, his attention was in the wrong place. He took another reach from the draft was Adrian Peterson. Uh, Homer pick, obviously. He drafted AP at pick 85, which was 35 spots ahead of his ADP at 123. Um, Not a fan of that. 
Um, not a fan of the Marlon Mack pick either at, in round five. That's going to be a committee for sure out there in Indianapolis. Mack has not impressed me at all this offseason. Um, and Demarius Thomas, I think Emmanuel Sanders is going to outperform him in Denver. He took Demarius in, in the third round. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm not impressed. He, Randall Cobb is another one. He's just a name at this point. Um, I think Geronimo Allison may be the better pick in Green Bay over Randall Cobb. I mean, that could be something I put in the stall later on. But, Chris, I, I'm not impressed. That's another champion, a, another champion in our league that just kind of embarrasses us, right, Nick? I mean, come on, yeah. guys. Yeah, number two and number three running backs in Washington. I mean, you may as well get up, you know, call call up Rob Kelly, get number four just in case. Um, <laughs> but uh, Tyler Eifert, I mean, he's that dude's back is just – Shattered. I cannot trust him whatsoever. <laughs> you know, I, and not this isn't directed to Chris necessarily, but there's there's people in the draft, players who you pretty much know who they are, right? I feel like I've seen enough of you. I know who you are, right? Like I I feel that same way about Randall Cobb. Yeah, you have had so many opportunities, and you're just not the guy. And I don't want you on my team. You know, I just there's just guys like that I got to pass on. He's got one of the lowest ceilings, I think, in the league. Um, yeah. It was promising at one point there. Yeah. And, but in round 10, man, I want to draft guys with high upside, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't want to pick somebody up where I know, I know what his potential is. And I, I'm with you. I, I think Randall Cobb was not a good pick there. Now, here is a sleeper team that I want to touch on before we move on. Um, I think Logan – has the potential of surprising some people this season based on his draft. Uh, getting David Johnson and Joe Mixon, man, I don't know. I know that was high hopes, but I was really hoping Joe Mixon would somehow fall back to me. But I really like Joe Mixon. Um, and then he's got Stefan Diggs, who has crazy chemistry with Kirk Cousins already. I'm a little worried about that as an Adam Thielen owner. Um, and then Allen Robinson, who could be like, He's shown, like you said earlier, you know, I, I know who you are. He's shown he can be a top 12 wide receiver in the league, even with Blake Bortles as a quarterback. So with Mitch Trubisky uh, tossing in the rock, I think Allen Robinson could be a huge pick. Uh, Will Fuller, he is the definition of boomer bust. And if Logan plays his cards right and plays him on the right weeks, Will Fuller has the potential of putting up 25 any given week. Um, and then his keeper, uh, Kenyon Drake, stud, um, Andrew Luck as a quarterback, I feel like he he's he's looking good. Feels like he said he feels better than he has in years. So I think Logan is a, is a sleeper team to actually have potential to do well this season. Yeah, Logan's definitely going to get out that label maker again this year. Um, yeah, I you know I, I, when it came back to me in the two three turn, it took every bit of strength for me not to go Josh Gordon, Allen Robinson because. Those those two guys specifically have extremely high ceilings, and it, it's hard to pass on them. And for him to get them, get Allen Robinson at number two, I just think he's I think he's gonna have a great year. Um, like you said, he had Blake Bortles throwing him the ball. I mean, insert quarterback here; he's gonna be good. Right, right, right. Well, I think we touched on pretty much everybody. Uh, let's look at. Um, let's 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 look at 
the stall. I, I'm going to put a couple of predictions up in the stall um, before the season starts, and one of them is going to be Peyton Barber, my pick number 88. I think at the end of, of week four, going into week five, Peyton Barber is going to be a top 12 running back in our league. Um, I really have that much faith in him. I know Ronald Jones is out there, but they are not going to showcase him until later on. This preseason, Ronald Jones has looked horrendous. Um, and I think Peyton Barber has earned the trust of the coaches out there in Tampa Bay. So they're going to give him the ball. Um, so he'll be top 12. And then my other big prediction is Danny Amendola, who went undrafted in our in our draft. Um, he's going to be the second best wide receiver in Miami. Uh, Tim I mentioned earlier, picked Devontae Parker. I think he picked the wrong wide receiver in Miami. Um, and of course, Kenny Steele is going to be number one. Uh, but I think Danny Amendola will, is going to really surprise some people, and he'll be one of those hot commodities in the free agent acquisition. So speaking of the free agency, uh, Nick, can you give us a little bit of an update of what has gone down already in our in our free agency? Yeah, let me just uh, take a look at this. So there's actually um, – this this move here is really good. Um, I see Bilal Powell was picked up, uh, dropped Alfred Morris. <clears throat> I think that was TJ. Yes. That, that was awesome. I think that's really good. He got him for zero dollars, and that's a starter. That's yeah, a starter zero dollar. Oh, what? What? Oh, actually, down with the Browns just picked up Dante Foreman today for five bucks. Yeah, five dollars. He's not playing. He, that's... He, he can barely walk for <laughs> from the Achilles. And how much could he have gotten him for? Uh, zero. Zero. Nobody else bid on him. Zero. He's already wasted 5% of his budget on somebody who's not playing. Going for that. Man, he's got quite a collection of Dookie Awards. He's really (laughs) going for them. Oh, man. But, hey, Peyton Barber. Peyton Barber, one thing on him. Yeah. I am extremely high on him, too. I I feel like he's fallen to me, and although WRBF is the only – fantasy league the best fantasy league i am in other fantasy leagues and i think i've got peyton barber in almost all of the other ones i mean he is such value i mean that late he's going to be the starter he's going to get all the work ronald jones i'm i i cannot get a good report out of ronald jones so I, i feel you on that one Hey man, off the air, let's work out a trade. You know, I'm always willing to will and deal. So maybe we can work something out. You know, not you. no, <laughs> not you. Nobody trades with you. You, you Come are, on. you are Darth Vader, my friend. Nobody should trade with you. Come on, man. Why do you? Come on. I'm, I'm a good guy. I would you're never not, like. You're not even good to your family in those trades. <laughs> Whatever. Let's look. Look, I traded Philip Rivers for David Johnson to my family member. And they ended up being one of the best keepers in the history of our league. David Johnson is like 12th yeah. round. And then you hired a sniper to take him out. <laughs> Whatever, man. Whatever. All right, so let's uh, let's go ahead and wrap up this podcast, man. Um, like I said, Nick, I really do appreciate you joining in, kind of a last-minute thing. Uh, and I hope you can jump on again, you know, make it like a regular weekly thing, brother. I, I really do appreciate it. Yeah, man, thanks for having me. Let's uh, Maybe we'll get some other people involved too and – Get some of their perspective. I know I kind of deal out some shit talking once in a while. I like to hear what they got to say uh, about my yeah. team. That's what it's about, man. That's what it's about. We want to get more shit talking going, man. I don't want these guys to take it personal. I want this to be this fun, man. It's laid back, relaxed. None, none of this shit's personal. We're just trying to have fun out here. So 
let it let it fly, man. Though there's no, hasn't been a lot of activity on the message board. I've been posting stuff. Nobody's been replying. So let's get it going, man. Come on, let's get it going. Let's go. Let's All go. Right. All right. Well, uh, thanks guys for tuning in. Um, and thank you again, Nick, for hopping on. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Later. <laughs>